This is Patrick Donahue. Appreciate you listening to Bible Crossfire every week at this same time. Uh, we hopefully allow the Bible to be the authority in this program. Colossians 3.17 says, For whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is talking about doing it by his authority. If a person says, if a policeman says, I stop you in the name of the law, he means I'm doing it by the authority of the law. I'm a representative of the law. I'm doing it, I'm stopping you because the law tells me to stop you. So if we're to do everything by the authority of Christ, that means do it because Christ says. We don't do anything unless Christ authorizes it in Christianity. We hope that you will want to go by that same rule, the rule of Colossians 3.17, not to do anything that's not authorized by the law of Christ. Um, if you have a Bible question or comment, as the announcer said, you can get on the air with your Bible question or comment by calling us at 877-655-6755. 877-655-6755. Recently, a friend of my wife, when I say recently, two or three or four years ago, was put away by her husband unscripturally. He divorced her, not for the scriptural reason that you read about in Matthew 19.9. It was unscriptural divorce. Now, she attends divorce class at the church she worships with. They tell her in that divorce class that it would be okay for her to remarry because, and I quote, God doesn't want you to be unhappy. So, without looking at actually what the Bible says, remember, she's divorced, her husband has put her away, they tell her that it's okay for her to remarry because God would not want her to be unhappy. Now, let's talk about that. First question is, does God want us to be happy? Well, yes. First Peter 3.10 says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. So God wants us to love life and see good days. He wants us to enjoy our life here. No doubt about that. He doesn't want us to be unhappy. But the real question here is, does does God want us to be happy in sin? Meaning happy because we're enjoying sin. So, so this idea that God doesn't want you to be unhappy, does that mean he wants you to be happy by enjoying sin? I don't think so. Let me read Hebrews eleven twenty four through 26. It says, By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Here's Moses, brought up as the adopted grandson of the king of Egypt, the Pharaoh himself. He could have all the wine, women, and song that he wanted. He could enjoy life in sin. But the Bible commends him because he chose not to enjoy the sin, the pleasures of sin for a season. Instead, he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. So he gave up those sinful enjoyments because he was thinking of the internal reward, heaven, just like us. He could get if he lived a life of obedience to God. God wanted Moses to be happy, 
but not happy in sin, not happy enjoying, as I said, all the wine, women, and song that he could get being the adopted grandson of the Pharaoh. He wanted him to be happy away from sin, living a life of service to God, of obedience to God, not happy because he's enjoying sin. Moses is commended because he didn't enjoy the sinful pleasures. Instead, he chose God. Let's go back to my friend's, my wife's friend situation. Here she is. She's been divorced by her husband. Admittedly, it's an unscriptural divorce. She didn't do anything wrong. And they're telling her where she goes to church. She can remarry because God doesn't want her to be unhappy. Well, what does God say about that? What does God tell us about a woman who's been put away unscripturally, for example, as in her case? Well, how about Matthew 5, 32? The second part of that verse, Jesus speaking here says, Whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Well, and my wife's friend divorced. Hadn't she been put away by her husband? Jesus said if somebody marries her, they commit adultery. Now, this church, and I might add, I'm not just picking on this church. Almost all churches would say it's okay for her to remarry because God doesn't want her to be unhappy. But Jesus said if somebody marries her, she marries again, it's adultery. You see that? If you have a Bible question or comment, give us a call. The number to call is 877-655-6755. How about Matthew 19.9? In Matthew 19.9, Jesus said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whoso marrieth her which is put away, doth commit adultery. Well, my wife's friend's been put away. He divorced her. It's an unscriptural divorce. He did wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. He put her away. Is it okay for her to remarry because God doesn't want her to be unhappy? That's not what Jesus said. He says here, whoso marrieth her which is put away, doth commit adultery. So the churches, most churches, probably 90% of the churches across the United States and Canada would say it's okay for her to remarry because God doesn't want her to be unhappy. But Jesus said it's not okay for her to remarry, that if she does, she commits adultery. It's not okay to commit adultery, even if you can become more happy by committing adultery. Perhaps this friend could remarry and become more happy than she is, but she would be happy by enjoying sin. She'd be living in an adulterous marriage, according to Matthew 19.9, according to Jesus. Perhaps she would be more happy because she would have a companionship. She would have a sexual relationship. But Jesus said, if you do that, you commit adultery. He doesn't want you to be happy in the sense that you're happy in your sin, enjoying your sin. Uh -uh. One more passage. The second part of Luke 16, 18 says the same thing that we just read. Here, I'm going to quote it. Whosoever marrieth her that is put away from her husband committeth adultery. She's been put away from her husband. The church where she is in most churches Probably the church where you worship would say the same thing. The church where she is says that she may remarry because God does not want her to be unhappy. But Jesus said, whoever marries her that is put away from her husband committeth adultery. If you have a Bible question or comment, the number to call is 877-655-6755. I think the Bible makes it clear that when a woman is put away like that unscripturally, she has to remain unmarried. She can't marry somebody else 
Because if she does, Jesus says that's adultery. I don't care if she's unhappy or not. She can't become happy by committing sin. For example, let me give an illustration I think all on this listing can understand. How about two men who are in a gay marriage? Can, you know, does God want them to be happy? And if, what if they say, I'll be more happy if I'm in this gay marriage? Well, God doesn't want people to be unhappy, but does that, that doesn't mean that a man can marry a man to become more happy, does it? No. First Corinthians chapter six, verses nine and 10. I'm reading this from the New King James Version. It says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Well, this verse clearly condemns homosexuals and sodomites. Nobody could be saved if they're a homosexual or sodomite unless they repent and get forgiveness. Well, but what about the fact that God doesn't want anybody to be unhappy? Does that mean if it'll make somebody happy, more happy, to be in a homosexual relationship with another man, that it's okay to do that? Well, surely everybody can see that's not true. Then why would it be okay for a man and a woman get to get into an adulterous marriage just because that will make them more happy? God doesn't want me to be unhappy, therefore I can remarry when I've been divorced. No. God wants you to be happy, but not happy in your sin. Not happy in sin, not happy by enjoying sin, happy by living a life of servants and obedience to God. Stanley from Alabama, go ahead with your Bible question or comment, please. Yeah. Uh, I was divorced uh, several years now. Um, my ex-wife, uh, she wanted to, she begged me for a divorce. And I didn't want a divorce, but I, I eventually gave in and gave her a divorce. Uh, did she commit adultery by remarrying? I, I think she did. Well, uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you real quick, Stanley. Were you her first husband? I was her first husband. And she was your first wife? She was my first wife. And did you cheat on her sexually? No. And so she divorced you just... I guess because of incompatibility, she didn't love you anymore, right? She didn't. Yeah, she didn't divorce you because she cheated on you because you didn't. You didn't cheat on her, right? I didn't cheat on her, no. So, so she. So let's look at Matthew nineteen nine. Jesus said, "Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whoso marrieth her which is put away doth commit adultery." So, putting her into that first part of that verse, if she divorced you for a reason other than fornication, didn't she? Right? Uh, uh, wait a <laughs> I didn't hear you right. I'm, she I'm divorced you. You're going to need to turn your radio down while you're trying to listen to me on the okay. phone. <laughs> All right, I'm driving. All right. So, so she divorced you for a reason other than fornication. Therefore, yeah. if she remarries, this verse says she, she commits adultery. So did your wife, did she remarry? You told me she did, right? She did remarry. She did remarry, so, yeah. So, so that marriage, Jesus is calling an adulterous marriage. Here's what he said. Whoever puts away his wife, except it be for fornication, shall marry another, committeth adultery. Putting her into that situation, it would say that if she divorces her husband, which would be you, except for fornication, 
you know, for a reason other than fornication. That's what she did. And mm-hmm. remarries, she commits adultery. Am I right? Uh, yes, I, I, I thought that was right. So I she's living in adultery. She, lives in, she, lives, she is living in adultery. And God really wants you two to come back together. She needs to repent of that adultery, which we means... Had, we had two children. We had two children, and then she asked me for a divorce. So she, so she divorced you unscripturally. So her second marriage is adultery. She needs to repent of that adultery, which is sexual sin, which means she has to, if she's repenting of that and making up her mind to do better, that means she's going to get out of that second marriage. She's going to terminate the second marriage, meaning she's going to quit the adultery. You can't just say you're sorry for adultery and not quit committing adultery any more than you can say I'm sorry for homosexuality and not quit committing homosexuality. She needs to get out, terminate that adulterous marriage, and get back with you. Well, Romans yeah, 7, yeah. 2, Romans 7, 2 through 3, 7, 2 through 3 says that she's bound to you as long as you live. Are you familiar with that passage, Stanley, in Romans 7? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'll read the Bible pretty regularly. Good. Let me, let me read, let me read to you Romans 7, 2 and 3 so people in the audience would see it. It says, for the woman who's half and husband is bound or obligated to the law by her husband as long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she should be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. So your wife divorced you unscripturally, married another. You're still alive. Therefore, she's going to be called an adulteress. She's not allowed to remarry. And if you're still alive, you'd have to die for her to be able to remarry. Or she'd have to put you away for fornication. But you didn't commit fornication. She had no right to do that. She needs to terminate that second marriage and get back with you, Stanley. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Appreciate your call. She, she has no uh, she has no inkling of the sin she had committed, I guess. Uh, yeah. She, uh, she, she was a she was in the holiness religion and and then she got out of the holiness religion and uh, kind of drove her bonkers. Stanley, I better let you go. I got some other calls to try to take. All Thanks right, for thank your good you. call. Okay, David from Texas, go ahead with your Bible question or comment, please. Oh, You're on the air, David. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Okay. My question, my, I guess my, I have two questions. One is what about if the, the, the woman puts the man away? Like, or, or still, even if the man is not put away, he put her away, he puts his wife away. So is he free to marry as well? Can he, can he get married or is it just relegated to the woman? And okay. then my second question, my second question is, okay, what about grace? Because the audience that Christ is speaking to at this particular time in this dispensation that you're referring to, right, that's that's still technically old covenant because Christ hasn't gone to the cross yet. And the testator's bill does not go forward until the testator actually dies. And that's grace to you and I who are Gentiles now. So Gentiles are grafted in to the grace of God along with the along with the Jewish people. So that woman is no longer that woman can't live under God's grace and be remarried again. That's my two questions. 
Okay, David, I'm going to try to answer those two questions. The second question is, yes, can you just listen to me? Can I hang up on you and you can continue to listen on the radio, David? Yeah, I'll listen. Okay. So the second question is, it is true the Old Testament law was still in effect when Jesus said Matthew 19.9, but passages, many passages like Matthew 4.23 says that Jesus went about preaching the gospel of the kingdom. So even when while Jesus was on earth, the Old Testament law was still in effect. A lot of what he was preaching was New Testament law. It was the gospel of the kingdom. We call it preparatory teaching. In Matthew 19.9, he contrasts his teaching with what the law of Moses said in Matthew 19.8. So we know that in Matthew 19.8, he's telling what the law of Moses said. In Matthew 19.9, he's telling what the law of Christ is. And he says, if you put away your wife and marry another, unless it's for fornication, you commit adultery. So yes, if a man or a woman were to divorce their spouse for fornication, they may remarry with God's approval. But if they divorce their spouse for any reason other than fornication, then if either party remarries, they commit adultery. Here's the way Jesus puts it in Matthew 19.9. If you put away your wife, accept it be for fornication and marry another, you commit adultery. And whosoever marrieth her, which is put away, doth commit adultery. So both parties would commit adultery in that case because both parties are still bound or obligated to each other according to the words that we read in Romans 7, 2, and 3. They're still bound or obligated to one another. So if either one of them remarries, even though the state of Alabama may say that it's okay for them to divorce and remarry, but in God's eyes, he's not saying it's okay. So if either one of them remarries, they're cheating on the other. They're bound to each other. They belong to each other. And if they remarry, either party is committing adultery. Chris from Florida, go ahead with your Bible question or comment, please. Yes, I wanted to know, um, back in 2012, my wife and I got married. We're now divorced. Um, but um, during our uh, marriage, um, she was um, cheating on me. I turned around and I started cheating as well because I knew she was cheating on me. Long story short, I... I filed for divorce, and we, uh, the, the divorce was finalized in 2019. Um, my question is, um, she was cheating on me. Am I am I able to remarry? Well, why did you divorce her, Chris? Because, like I just said, she was she was um, she was um, having um, intercourse um, out, uh, outside of the marriage, and that's why you divorced her. Yes. Are you sure? That she was really the, was that the real reason why you divorced her? Because she cheated on you sexually. Yes, she was having an okay. affair outside then, the marriage. Then if that's really the real reason you divorced her because she cheated on you, then Jesus is saying in Matthew nineteen nine that you can remarry. Okay? Okay. Um, even if I, because um, like I just said, um, when I found out that she was cheating on me, um, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, but I did the same thing. And um, I'll, I'll say um, uh, um, I did it out of, um, out of anger. Um, I, 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 I turned around and um, started dating someone. But long story short, I, the divorce was finalized, so am I able to remarry? Yes. You say yes? Well, if you really did it for fornication, yes. But the fact that you cheated on her in addition to that, makes me wonder if that was really the reason you divorced her. Why would you divorce her for fornication if you were doing the same thing? Makes me wonder. How about if we talk about this more offline, okay? okay the passage no you can look at is Matthew 19.9, and it'll tell the answer to your question. Okay, Chris? No problem. Thank you. 
William from Colorado, go ahead with your Bible question or comment, please. Yeah, hello, Patrick. Uh, let's say that a couple is married, one walks away, that person marries again, is committing adultery. But why would the Lord hold the other person accountable for what the other person did? He doesn't. But he, he doesn't hold well, anybody accountable for something somebody else did. But it doesn't mean you can remarry. Well, well he says you're, you're like. Well, you know, that may be you know, what it sounds like to you. But the reason a person can't remarry is not because he's holding them accountable for what somebody else did. It's because... For example, I'm bound to Carol, my wife, as long as she lives. So the reason I can't remarry is because I'm bound or obligated to, to her as long as she lives. It doesn't. It's not because she did something wrong. Right? He's holding me accountable for something she did. He's holding me accountable to the vows. He's holding me accountable to the vows I made when I married her originally. Right. He but that me other to, person, but when that other person walks away, what are you supposed to do? Well. The Bible there's, says there's I can no only. There's no reconciliation. There's no nothing. So why would the Lord hold the other person accountable for the other person walking away? William, do you want me to tell you what Jesus says or what you want to hear? Which one you want? Well, you I want know. me to tell you? Well, I know you want me to tell you what you want to hear or what Jesus says? I know what Jesus says. Okay, so Jesus but... says whoever puts away their wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. So if she leaves me and doesn't commit fornication, then I have no right to remarry because I haven't divorced her for fornication. Instead, she divorced me. Okay. Okay. I guess so, what I'm saying is why would the Lord do that to the innocent party? He's not doing anything to the innocent party. He's saying that he doesn't want you to commit adultery. He doesn't want you to commit adultery because he wants you to go to heaven. So he's not doing anything to you. He's protecting you from committing adultery and so you can go to heaven. He doesn't want you to remarry because that would be adultery. So he's not doing anything to you. He's doing something to help you. He says you're bound to that woman as long as she lives. She's bound to you as long as, as you live. And so if she's still alive, then you can't remarry without committing adultery. So he's not doing anything to you. He's actually protecting you from committing adultery. Now, I can tell you what you want to hear. If you want me to tell you it's okay for you to remarry, any church will tell you that. Just just nine out of 10 churches go down the road. They'll tell you what you want to hear. But if you want to know what Jesus said, he says, whoever puts away his wife, except it be for fornication and shall marry another committeth adultery. And this second clause is what applies to your question, William. He said, whoever marries her, which is put away, doth commit adultery. So here's a woman that was put away. Well, let's go to Luke 16, 18. And let me read it to you from there. William, I'm not trying to be mean with you. I'm sorry about that. Well, well, that's fine. I understand that. Let me read Luke 16, 18 to you. It says, whosoever putteth away his wife and marrieth another committeth adultery. And whoever marrieth her that is put away from her husband committeth adultery. So here we have what you're talking about, an unscriptural divorce. Here's the man that puts away his wife unscripturally. He marries another. But it still says, whoever marries her that is put away from her husband committeth adultery. So just because he divorced her and, and left her doesn't give her the right to remarry. You see that? Now, it still now says the person that now now the person that leaves and remarries commits adultery. That's understood. But what about the person that they left? That the, the, person Jesus is committing adultery also. It says here, whoever marries her that is put away from her husband commits adultery. 
That's what Luke 16, 18 says. Here's a man that divorces his wife, Luke 16, 18, and marries another. He commits adultery, and whoever marries her that is put away doth commit adultery. I got to go off the air in about a minute. You don't get to be happy by living in sin. What about a person who misses church to play in a ball game or to play tennis? Hebrews 10, 25 says, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. We, we can't be, just because God doesn't want us to be unhappy doesn't mean we can be happy by living in sin. And here we have, in the initial uh, scenario that I mentioned, a woman's been put away from her husband unscripturally. She didn't do anything wrong. Jesus says, whoever marries her which is put away doth commit adultery. So she, God doesn't want her to be happy, unhappy, but he, she can't be happy by remarrying and getting in sin. If you would like a free one-hour phone Bible study with me, call or text me at 256-682-9753.